Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Down the block, Andrew John. Inside for Elba. Elba will score. Elba will score. Newcastle and won. Welcome back to the Rugby League Guru Podcast. And we've had the announcement today that this will be Josh Morris's last season uh, of first grade. And what a champion player Josh Morris has been for so long. Uh, for me, we obviously lose a champion player, but good God, we miss a champion bloke as well. Uh, he has just been such a good fella. He has been such a great rugby league man his entire career, Josh Morris. And I think he's been a little bit unlucky in his career, to be perfectly honest with you. And I, I'm going to go through and talk about some of those moments. But he's also left us with a number of moments that have just it's just left us having so much respect for this guy and I think that in the era of highlights and you know try scoring records and all this sort of stuff I think we forget just how much of a good player Josh Morris has been for a long period of time the real purist of rugby league will understand how good Josh Morris has been but I think the general public they sort of undervalued this guy a little bit now the first time I ever saw Josh Morris play was all the way back in Jeez, for the Dragons, would have been 2007 around that mark. It was very early days. And, I mean, he's well known for being one of the best centers we've ever seen. Actually took Josh two or three years to move into the centers. At the Dragons, he came through as a winger slash fullback. He played the first few games of his career at fullback for the Dragons in 2007. Now, this is a team that we've spoken about a little bit. A uh, bit of a hit and miss sort of side, coached by Nathan Brown. It's sort of this really good crop of young guys that are waiting uh, for Wayne Bennett to arrive, of course. And a lot of these guys that would feature in the Premiership only a couple of years later are, you know, guys like Nightingale, Gaznia, Cooper, Soward, uh, Bo Scott, Benny Cray, Dan Hunt, these sort of fellows. And Josh Morris was one of these guys that was in that squad, of course. And off the top of my head, I think he actually made his debut before Brett. So he was held in extremely high regard Josh Morris, he came in as, as a fullback, played a little bit on the wing as well, scored his first try on the wing against arch rivals, the Cronulla Sharks. And the other beauty about Josh Morris when he came through at the Dragons, you've got to remember, he was a Kiama junior as well from the Kiama Knights down there on the south coast. Uh, so a real St. George boy through and through. And he played his first two seasons at the St. George Illawarra Dragons, 07 and 08. Played about 48 games or so, scoring 20-odd tries and really pinpointed himself as a future representative. Now, in 2009, he makes the move to the Canterbury Bulldogs. Um, you know, and I remember when they made this signing, 
you know, you, you could tell already that Josh Morris was going to be a special footballer. He was There was something different about him. And, of course, 2009, he finally moves to the centre position. He really makes it his own. 2008, he really came of age at the Dragons, had, had an unbelievable season, 14 tries from 23 games. But it's 2009 that Josh Morris, his career just goes to a new level. Uh, he scores 21... He play, he plays 21 games for the Canterbury Bulldogs, scoring 22 tries, so more than a try a game, which, I mean, in 2021, with the high point-scoring system we've got at the moment, that's unbelievable. This is in 2009. Josh Morris is doing this stuff, and this is only his third season of first grade. He'd only played 45-odd games, so to do what he did then was incredible. And of course, I think it was game two of 2009. He also makes his origin debut. Funnily enough, when you look back at his career, he actually comes off the bench uh, for the New South Wales Blues. He's originally a, a shadow member of this squad. They have a couple of injuries. I believe he comes in on the bench for Craig Wing, uh, who was their utility. So uh, Jay Moz came and made his debut in that game. He also played in game three in which he scored his first origin try. Uh, he go on to score six tries for the New South Wales Blues. His first one came in his second game. And of course, he's one of these guys that obviously played state of origin during this time where Queensland was just absolutely stacked. You know, it was very hard to win any series in that time. He did feature in 2014 and he had a massive moment in that series, which we'll talk about soon. But arrived at Canterbury in 2009, played there for a number of years until 2017, which of course featured uh, the 2012 Grand Final and the 2014 Grand Final and some spectacular seasons. The 2012 season, um, you know, they obviously went all the way to the Grand Final. He played 26 games, scoring 17 tries uh, in that time. So as I said at the start, I think a guy that we all respect as one of the best defensive centres of all time, but... He scored 157 tries. For a guy that I consider to be one of the best defensive centers of all time and probably for what he's best known for, to score 157 tries in his career is simply incredible. You look at between 2008 and 2010, I mean, he scored 14, 22, and 14 tries in those seasons. Uh, he then backed it up in 2012 with 17 tries, double digits again in 2015, playing for a Can- Canterbury side that, you know, they really weren't that crash hot. They weren't scoring a heap of points, even when they were making grand finals and stuff. It was a little bit unorthodox to all the other sides and played out his time at Canterbury, made the move to Cronulla for the 2019 season, uh, played, you know, 20 three games there, scored another 15 tries for the Cronulla Sharks there, and that's, you know, this is 11 years after his debut. It's crazy to think the form that Josh Morris held on to his entire time. 2020 comes around. It's a bit of a weird season. We open up with those two games. We go into a big COVID break. By this point, his brother, Brett Morris, is already at the Sydney Roosters. He's won the 2019 Grand Final, was one of the guys that I could think can consider himself unlucky that he didn't win a Clive Churchill medal that night. He was unbelievable. The Cronulla Sharks, they went into the break with an 0-2 record. And, of course, John Morris and the Sharkies, they make the decision to let uh, Joshy Morris leave to go and join his brother over at the Sydney Roosters. He's played there since. Uh, He played there, obviously, last year and this year. 34 games for 19 tries. A pretty good strike rate considering... I mean, this guy is 35 years old, remember? So, I mean, when you look back at his, you know, that season I spoke about, his first year at Canterbury, he scored 22 tries. I mean, he's still scoring tries left, right and centre at age 35. To be doing what he is doing is unbelievable. And I think this year, the reality is with Josh Morris that I think when Brett went down and when Brett was forced to retire, I think it took a little bit of the fun out of it for Josh. I think you could tell from that moment 
that his heart probably wasn't in the game as much as what it always has been. And I imagine that must have been extremely difficult for him to deal with. You saw those images of Brett Morris in the change rooms after just devastated and Josh with his arm around him and, you know, just the exact same expression on his face. And I don't think Josh has been the same player since, to be honest with you. And I think it's a fantastic way for him to go out. As I said, I think he's been... I think one of the most unlucky fellas uh, in first grade, to be honest with you. I mean, we obviously look at, you know, champion players, and especially when we talk about outside backs, like you look at guys that have won premierships. And oh, I think another guy that Josh Morris is probably going to fit into the same category as is Andrew Eddinghausen. Two guys that played 300-plus games, unbelievable career, representative stars. But they don't win that premiership. And I think it sort of holds them back as far as, you know, greatest ever that we talk about and how high we put them. I mean... When Brett Morris retired, we were talking about him being one of the greatest swingers of all time, which I think he definitely is. But, geez, I wonder what this narrative would have been if Josh Morris would have won a premiership here or there. I think as far as our game goes, it really does elevate guys. And when you look at the career of Josh Morris, good God, he's been unlucky. He was at this St. George Illawarra Dragons team. There was no doubt about it. He was one of the best centers, wingers, fullbacks at that club. He leaves in 2008. He arrives at Canterbury. And, of course, the next year, Wayne Bennett walks in. Within two years' time they win the premiership. And I have no doubt that you could have put Josh Morris into that back line anywhere, and they only improved. There's no doubt about that. So he sort of, he missed a premiership with the St. George Illawarra Dragons and with his brother by just 18 months or so. He just missed out on the arrival of Wayne Bennett. And from memory, he had already signed with the Canterbury Bulldogs before Wayne Bennett signed with the Dragons. So if that all would have happened a little bit quicker, God knows what could have happened there. So he, he misses a premiership just slightly there. Then at the Canterbury Bulldogs, of course, 2012, they go all the way to the grand final, led by Ben Barber in sensational form. But Josh himself in unbelievable form as well, scoring 17 tries that year in 26 games. They go all the way to the grand final and get done by the Melbourne Storm. It's the first grand final that he lost. Two years later, playing for the Canterbury Bulldogs once again, the 2014 grand final, they go all the way to the big dance there, taking on the South Sydney Rabbitohs, just full of passion and emotion. And, of course, they lose that grand final as well. The scoreboard says 30-6, to but, mate, that game was an absolute nail-biter. I think people look at the score and forget just how close it was that game. They were right in this contest until halftime. Just the second half got away from Canterbury. Came up with some big plays in that game as well. Joshy Morris spends a few more years at Canterbury, makes the move to the Sharks, which didn't really cost him a heap. But then, of course, the Roosters come knocking for the opportunity to come and join Brett in 2020. So he joins the Roosters then after they'd already won two premierships in a row. I mean, he has just missed out on winning a premiership in two grand finals. He just missed out on the Dragons in 2010. He just missed out on the Roosters premierships in 18 and 19. Unfortunately, he walked in the year that Cooper Cronk had retired, that they'd essentially run out of gas, that Victor Radley was injured. There was a lot of moving pieces to this situation, and I think he's been incredibly unlucky. This year, once again, in his last season of first grade, I mean, look at all the injuries they've had. Tell me if the Roosters were not full if the Roosters were full strength right now, I think they are definitely competing with a premiership. I think they're right up there with Melbourne, South Sydney, Manly, Penrith, these sort of sides. I mean, they're only just behind them now, and they're missing the vast majority of their squad, including Josh and Brett Morris themselves. So I really do think he's been incredibly unlucky. He's played 322 first-grade games, which is an incredible knock. Even more impressive, when you consider over the last three seasons, he's only played, what is it, 35 games of football or something like that. There's been a heap of injuries, a heap of things that have kept him out. He's played at two different clubs over the last few years as well. So it's been incredibly dif- difficult for him. 
to still come up with 300-plus games is an incredible effort. And I, I, I think Andrew Eddinghausen did play more games, as did Hindmarsh, I think. So they'd be the two guys that have probably gone the longest without a premiership. Josh Morris would be right up there as well. Incredibly unlucky to score 157 tries, as we said, for a guy that we consider to be a defensive center, who I would agree with what I would agree with as well, is just an incredible effort. The St. George of the Dragons, the Canterbury Bulldogs, the Cronulla Sharks, and the Sydney Roosters. An unbelievable career for Josh Morris. Hopefully we do see him get back on the field over the next few weeks and end his career as it should be. I'm sure he'll go out as a very proud rooster. It's unfortunate that him and Brett don't get to leave the field at the same time. Devastating. These are two kids from Kiama that definitely deserved a lot better. There's never been any issues. There's never been any off-field shit. They have just always been champion fellas and champion players. Josh in particular. Obviously Brett as well, but we're talking about Josh here today. I think it's been an unreal career. A number of games for the Kangaroos as well. Seven caps for the Kangaroos, scoring four tries. Uh, Fifteen caps for the New South Wales Blues, scoring six tries. Featured in New South Wales country a couple of times. Featured in the NRL all-stars but the moment I want to leave you with be the moment that I will remember Josh Morris for forever I will never forget this moment because it was something that I absolutely loved and it came in 2014 it was game one of State of Origin and obviously Queensland they'd won a heap in a row we were looking like absolute shit Josh Morris is in this team once again he's been picked at centre because he's the only guy that can mark Greg Inglis he's the only guy that can deal with this juggernaut probably the most damaging outside back State of Origin's ever seen in my opinion definitely the most damaging outside back State of Origin has ever seen and potentially the most damaging outside back rugby league has ever seen. Josh Morris, he was the guy that was constantly given the job of dealing with this guy and I think he did an incredible job year in, year out. But 2014 there's a moment in this game when New South Wales I believe they're up 12-8. Josh gets the ball about 20 metres out. There's about 15 metres to go. He's 20 metres out from the Queensland line and he drops it on the right foot puts in a kick. It goes dead but he gets knocked to the ground. Now at this very moment he goes to the sideline, he sits on his bottom, and the, the physio's having a look at it. And she says to him, I think you've done your ACL. I'm just going to play the clip for you now. If you don't remember what I'm talking about, have a listen to the audio from this moment. It is one of my favourite moments in rugby league history and definitely one of my favourite moments in state of origin history. It wasn't the last tackle, and he wasn't in any position to kick. Yeah, they went a bit side to side in that set of six. There was no punch at all, and you can understand that given the pressure they've been at at the other end of the field. But that's that's the test of Origin football to to come back after the, the fatiguing defence and still throw something at them in attack. And Morris is off on the far side of the ground and he's limping back on as play comes to his side and he makes the tackle. Makes the tackle, Josh Morris. He limps away from the scene of the tackle on Inglis. And there's Guerra with the ball now. Oh, this is good fun, this. That was incredible what Josh Morris just did. Now it's gone from Thurston. What a moment it was. Josh Morris, 2014. Puts a kick that goes dead, as we said. Then he gets knocked over. He gets bowled over. He stands back up. You see him jog for a couple of metres. Then he hits the deck. Physio comes over to him and has a look at him and says, I think you've done your ACL, which... 
you know, that is a year-long recovery. That is see you next season. And Josh Morris just decides, nah, my team needs me in this moment. I can see the play. The ball's on the right edge. It's going to swing out to the left. My job is to mark Greg Inglis. He gets up. He runs back about 60 metres. He limps back, makes the tackle on Greg Inglis. Inglis didn't even see him coming. I'm not sure if he was onside, offside, whatever. But he showed the New South Wales Blues that he wanted to be there to make that tackle. I mean, for anyone that's ever done an ACL, can you imagine the pain of running that 60 metres? And then even once you get there, that 60 metres, you've got to tackle fucking Greg Inglis. I mean, what a moment. It just summed up the sort of fella that Josh Morris is, the sort of fella that Josh Morris has been his entire career, the sort of guy that you want to go into the trenches with. He's obviously had an amazing career full of so many moments that we'll never forget, but this one here. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. This is the standout moment for me. And yes, he's never won a premiership, which will probably keep him from being elevated into that next level in a lot of people's opinions. But wow. This moment here on the biggest stage, on the toughest stage, he comes up with one of the most courageous and one of the toughest plays I've ever seen in rugby league. As I said, we've lost a champion player. Well, we're going to lose a champion player at the end of this season in Josh Morris, but we've lost an even better bloke and a guy that has just been reliable for so long as far as on the field, as far as off the field. He has just been the perfect guy to have in your system for a very long time. There's not many more guys in rugby league that were more deserving to win a premiership that didn't than Josh Morris. A champion of our game, it has been an absolute pleasure watching his career unfold across four clubs, playing for his state, playing for his country, doing it all in our game. A champion player, a champion bloke, one of the best guys to ever come out of the great Kiama Knights, along with his brother Brett, two champions. It's great to see them finish at the same club. Devastating not to see them walk off the field together, though. One of the best blokes our game has ever seen. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started.